everyone. Hi there. We are winding down the summer here on the Rad Years podcast. It's sad almost, isn't it, Squeeze? Um, I, I, no. I don't know if you're the, the, the fan of summer that I am. Uh, I used to be, and then summer kind of just was hot and sweaty and stinky. Uh, like, there's like three nice days, and they were all within like the last four days. Yeah, I'll tell you, as the older I get, I still love summer. I still love the high. I still love going to the beach. I still love uh, when it gets warm. But um, mm-hmm. these those 90-degree days we've been getting uh, the last few years, it makes you kind of cling to the, the fall. fall starts. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you see, the, the problem is um, it, it's this weird it's like this water torture where it's like you it wants you to take your shirt off right, you but just... you don't want to take your shirt off <laughs> i i was i was saying like the summer and the seasons around here especially in the northeast give you just the tip it gives you just the tip and then it pulls out really quick uh, you, get, yeah. you get just a little summer in like like april and then it's like snow hail die put your winter jacket on and then it's 90 yeah. And no, no. Uh, yeah, fall's gonna be great. You're gonna get a pumpkin, a couple leaves, and then it's gonna snow. <laughs> well, then, like in like late August, like right now, you're like, oh, fall. I'm ready for uh, bonfires and pumpkin spice, everything, and it's getting cool at night, and then 90 degrees again. <laughs> and then you're like, ah, oh, I can't wait for it to cool off, and then you have a blizzard, and it's winter. Yeah. So and then we do our our winter shows. Yes, and then it's winter until you get the little tip of summer, and then it's summer again. There's the seasons are dead to us, but I, I cherish all the fall feelings I can get because uh, tonight it's nice and ch- it's nice and cool. I wouldn't say chilly; it's cool outside. Yeah, it's, I it's, like it. We got the windows open, the oh, fans yeah, it's, going, it's hoodie weather. Um, any. For my favorite season anymore is seasons I can wear hoodies in because I'm more most comfortable in a hoodie. Even if it's like, if it's like a, a, a t-shirt style hoodie where it's like a thin hoodie, not like a like Bill Belichick sleeves cut off t-shirt hoodie, like a t-shirt material full length full sleeve hoodie. Those are my favorite. Mm-hmm. I rock those like twenty four seven, three sixty five squeezer. I like a, a somewhere in between. You know, not too heavy. I don't like the cuff. At the same time, I'm not going to cut it off. Mm. I like a little pullover action. I don't like a zipper. I don't like when you put it in the, if you like ends up in the dryer and then you get the, like the bacony strip going up the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, nothing yeah. worse than that. I also like a long sleeve tee. I have a lot of those that I wear all the time. <laughs> like mm. in the winter, you'll catch me in sweatpants and a long sleeve tee or a hoodie tee at night. All day long. Yeah, a uh, sweatshirt and shorts is the <laughs> ultimate in comfort. Uh, so because you got you got to keep all the core warm, you know, like oh, an yeah. athlete. <laughs> but it's like your uh, your legs are like the your coolant system, you know, you, like all that. You do have a beautiful core, so yes, yes, it it's very stay. stay warm. There's plenty of it. So a little housekeeping last was it last week we talked about the possibility of um, KFC making a poutine. What did that already was that already a thing that we made up? No, 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 it wasn't. Oh. But this week it came out that they are 
introducing in certain markets new french fries that would be perfect for poutine because i said it would only be able to do it at like an a and w when they have the french fries mm-hmm. there not so um in from the website the impulsive buy.com a uh uh, impulsive reader Angela D in Greenfield, Indiana, spotted secret recipe fries, which looks like French fries, kind of like the Taco Bell nacho fries. They're on the same brand, with like a coating that might possibly be the uh, secret blend of eleven herbs and spices. Hmm. That would be the perfect base for um, the Colonel's poutine. Yeah, I. I... I don't disagree. Now, the trick, though, is it's got to be good cheese. Cheese curds, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, look, it's never it's never cheese curds when you get it there. Usually, it's just little mozzarella balls or something. Or cheddar balls. Or cheddar balls. So, I, um, would, I would take, I wouldn't even take just shredded cheese at this point with the fries, the chicken, the gravy. Yeah, as long as it just, you need that extra salt to it, which yeah. I'm sure we'll get from that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look out for secret recipe fries at kfc and if they start doing famous poutine bowls they're doing the, the mac and cheese bowls did you see that Mm-hmm. that's amazing i don't think there's gravy on them though but i i think i could i'm gonna go through and see can i get one of those mac and cheese bowls but can you douse it in gravy there's nothing better than that kfc uh like black peppery gravy oh it's so good it you is. know what i think that's the plan tomorrow you got a, a famous bowl uh, or do I want to go to the competitors? Because I smelled some of that at work today. Oh, Popeyes and get the chicken yeah. sandwich everyone's clamoring for. Yeah, you know what? It's, you know what? It doesn't need to be exclusive. I'll do both. <laughs> well, don't leave me out on this. I mean, I normally don't eat uh, any meals till dinner. But if it's fried chicken, um, but if it's the Colonel, if it's if it's a KFC famous bowl, you know that's my weakness. And Can I'll, we go to the A&W? I'm, at, I'm doing high school football. I'm super excited tomorrow night to do high school football. It's the little things. I know. It's it's beautiful weather. Uh, we're doing high school football. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be right by my, like it's the, it's the school that's... Like, it's five I'm, minutes from your house. Not even. Um, so I'll be able to go right home. Um, actually, Enchantress is going to where we were working. She's actually going to the, the Miranda Lambert concert. Uh, but they have their own people, so we're not working it. I I think I'm gonna. I noticed this when I got home. Uh, mm-hmm. When I pulled up and I was walking on my deck, I'm in the house. I'm like, let's go do a podcast. And I look up, and I see nothing but stars. It, it is beautiful. I can't. wait. I think it's crystal clear. I'm gonna get a couple, six or seven or twelve beers, mm-hmm. sit on the deck, eat some peanuts, and pass out and get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Ah, oh, that's the dream. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Uh, so we're gonna go up. We do high school football. I'm I'm on three rows from my house. I drive down the one road, three or nine, make a right, make a left, and I'm at my house. So you probably shouldn't tell people that. Um, our one friend Sean down in Miami, uh, his stepdad. He sent me a picture of his stepdad's shirt of Patsy's Pizza. It's oh. literally the pizza shop, ha- like a quarter mile from my house that we get pizza from <laughs> when it's not Domino's, because we both have a. Uh, secret love of Domino's pizza. Yeah, it's it's the go-to. It's the best chain pizza. Default, yeah. Like yeah, you got to go mom and pop. 
we have some there's some damn good mom and pop pizza around here Potsy's are mom and pop and i'm and he's like yeah, yeah. my stepdad worked there holy shit what a small world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so are we're going to kfc tomorrow we're getting balls right you don't well, like the you ball, get right? a ball yeah I'll get a ball. I, I like a platter yeah I, I, as long as you don't give me the shifty eye like you did the other night what i what shifty eye I was dining on my wings. Of course, seven other people were done with their meals, but I was still gorging. Were they good? They were really good. Okay, that place is that place is a good. We went for dinner to this local place by the fair, and um, I had chicken soft tacos. They were really good. Yeah, they I didn't. didn't I didn't for... want to, you know, fill up, so I just got a couple dozen wings. <laughs> yeah, they seem they like the bones were like. Pick dry, so I assume. Oh, that's the way I do it. I I like the cartilage. You got to get all that stuff off. Yeah. You know, like a hyena. Well, at least they're good. That was a that was a good first to kick off. I had some good jerk chick or good uh, jerk pork today. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't want something that was fried, and Mm -hmm. that's impossible at a carnival. But I found one stand. It was like this Jamaican trailer. I'm like, I will try that, and it was delicious. Yeah, we we all went out into the street and got. You went to Burger King. We went to Burger King. I got chicken fries. There was like six hundred food vendors, and you went to Burger King. Well, I mean, let's be fair, the food vendors aren't much better than Burger King. Well, my favorite was there was a stand for authentic Asian noodles, and there's this guy. Um... It's no Ooh. island noodles. If if you've yeah, ever no. been to Firefly or. Or like a festival where they have island noodles. Those are, oh my god. Yeah, he he was as far away from authentic Asian noodler you was could it be. The Caribbean at the same time, stand? leaning back and just smoking a cigarette over like the bowl. Yeah, that's okay. I'll eat there. Yeah, there was uh, no line surprisingly. So uh, Enchantress is meeting me there Saturday to look at bunnies, eh? Because it's it's an agricultural fair. Agricultural Mrs. fair. Mrs. Squeezer uh, shot that down. Oh, she did. I wanted to get the bunny. She wouldn't let me get the bunny. Oh, well. But and she... then when she showed her the picture, little Squeezette goes, "Oh, kitty." She goes, "No, it's a bunny." And then she got pissed off. <laughs> so either way, I'm glad I didn't waste thirty bucks. I mean, the thing was adorable. We had pet bunnies as kids all the time. Yeah, we did too. Our... I still have the scar because we, you know, they have claws actually. Yeah. And... It jumped out of my arm and like ripped a good like eight inch slash down my forearm. Olive does that to me like every other day. She doesn't mean to, but she her back. Yeah, but that's a cat. Like they're designed to murder. This was a bunny. Yeah, yeah. They're designed to be murdered. Right. <laughs> yeah, are they coming down to the fair to meet the bunnies? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll work something out. I, I'm ex- more excited for the alpacas. I want to see how that oh, goes. Oh yes. So Enchantress is meeting me there Saturday. We're gonna go look at bunnies and get the pumpkin funnel cake. We it's our it'll be our third year of getting this pumpkin funnel cake. It's our tradition. It might be the most delicious thing in the fair. If you've ever had a funnel cake, this is the best funnel cake you'll ever have. It's it's pumpkin. And if you haven't, it's just batter and deep fried. It's all the good parts of everything that's deep fried, just without whatever the base is for <laughs> it to be deep fried. Right. But they mix, like, I guess, uh, pumpkin uh, mm-hmm. pie mix into it. It's yeah. really good. I would, all I would assume is just take pancake batter and dump it into a vat of boiling oil. Uh, that, I think that's exactly what uh, funnel cake is. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but uh, so she's meeting me there. We're going to get our pumpkin funnel cake. And we're going to walk the fair, see the bunnies, see all the stuff. 
Uh, we this is the third year in a row. I mean, if I'm working there, I might as well have her come. You know, if I'm yeah, you I usually just waste time walking around with you and. Oh no! No offense taken. No offense taken. Oh, that was silly. Well, we could have knocked this one out right away because I was even going to put this on my list, but I forgot to add it. What? Fairs. They're outdoors. Oh yeah, we could have talked fairs. Yeah, we're talking. <laughs> well, we just did. So you get eleven today. <clears throat> you get you, yeah. You technically get eleven picks. It was we we've uh, spent the last few days working uh, the Allen, Great Allentown Fair where we live. It's great. Not for the fair, but we're a subcontractor doing... Uh, what was that band tonight? Uh, um, Brooks and Dunn. I only know them from King of the Hill. But yeah. Oh, we, there's King of the Hill in this show, too. We did... Yeah, there is. I have one, too. We did Live and uh, Bush. And... You did Live and Bush. I was doing the Queen pageant. Yes. Uh, and then Impractical Jokers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I've done video support for them so many times. Uh, the first time I did it, that Merv guy, he was the one who set it up with me. I taught him how to like turn his Mac into like a two, uh, a mirror. So he could oh, do the videos. Yeah. Too. yeah. And I, I still never watch a show, but I hear it's good. And you're um, supposed to lie and say you have, I love it. The practical show is fantastic. And then what do we got tomorrow? Uh, Miranda Lambert, she does, she's got her own people. We're not doing it. And then Ooh. Saturday, a band called Why Don't We? I never heard of it. I them. have no idea. I'm old. Yeah. And Sunday is Hall Oats, but I, uh, Enchantress is running a uh, ultra marathon in the. Um, Why? What'd you do wrong? Reading the Reading Mountains in Mount Penn. It's a trail run. It's called Labor. That's Dance. a hell of a run. Yeah, it's called Labor Pains. Clearly. Yeah, so you run this, like, five-mile loop as many times as you can. And, Once? Um, yeah, right. Maybe. So, I'm there for moral wait, support. Wait, wait. You run the five miles? No, I'm there for moral support. She runs but the five miles. Five of them. She runs, she's going to do, I think, anything over, she's going to do, like, 30-some miles. That's so going to take, like, three days. Yeah, well. Um, so then when we leave, I'm, I'm going to go home and quick make dinner. And then I th I think we might, we might not. Uh, Becky's driving, uh, one of our local drive-ins, doing a dusk till dawn. Ooh. So they're showing movies from 8.30 till 5.30 Are they the showing uh, dusk till dawn? No, that would be awesome. But yeah. uh, So hold on, let me tell you what the two schedules are and which, and you could pick which one you think we're going to go with. So, uh, screen one is toy story Four, the lion mm -hmm. King, Aladdin and Avengers Endgame. So it's 8 PM, 10, 10, 12, 25 and two forty. So three forty, four forty. the new, sorry, new Aladdin or like the cartoon, the new Aladdin. Uh, all right. So screen two is Dora and the lost city of gold. Spider-Man Far From Home, mm -hmm. Hobbs and Shaw, mm -hmm. Good Boys, and Child's Play. Okay. That's easy. What? what? I'm going for Dora because it's got John Leguizamo. Now, see, I'm torn. Uh, I want to see Toy Story 4. I'm kind of interested in Lion King. Don't really want to see Aladdin. And I've seen Avengers Endgame plenty. So if if after like ten twenty five, if we can go, 
see like Hobbs and Shaw because it probably sucks. But we saw Good Boys last week at the. Oh, and by the way, I'm here to report that real Keller butter. Oh yeah, it's real. They pour, they pump real melted butter on the popcorn and squeezer. Ooh. It is freaking fantastic. You, your heart's like screaming at you louder than the, the audio plays back in your car, but it is delicious. Um, it's very good. So, but this is, this is a different. Whoops. I did it again. What? Uh, John Leguizamo is not in Dora the Explorer. Oh, he's not. No. Uh, it's Michael Pena. Oh, oh, he's just, he's in, uh, hey man, he's hysterical. I know, but I always, I, I saw him on uh, Kimmel the other day. I'm like, whoa, John Leguizamo got fat. I'm like, no, it's. <laughs> he's not fat. He's husky. Sorry. No, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. I'm fat. No, you're very handsome. So if if we weren't if I wasn't working high school football, oh, Mark Wiener is in the Door of the Explorer movie. Uh, uh, oh, from Wienerville. Yeah, I guess so. So on Friday night, um, the thirtieth. This is the last weekend of the of the drive-ins. By the way, they're doing mm-hmm. on screen one Toy Story four, The Lion King, and Aladdin. But then they're doing on screen two Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at eight oh five. But I got to do high school football. So the 16th annual Dusk Till Dawn at Becky's Drive-In. I think if we could go from screen one to two, we might, but we'll probably we'll both be passed out by that point. Yeah. And you wake up, you wake up for the end of Endgame at 2:40 a.m. Like you, you sleep through Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And then at 2:40, you wake up for to watch Endgame. Just till... bring your iPad and just watch the animated one at the same time. <laughs> at at 2:40 a.m. to watch. I don't know. I I feel like this is really cool, and we're not sure we're gonna do it. But um, I like the idea of it. It is very cool. It's it's like your your take on junk food and candy. You like the idea of it, right? Uh, but I would love to go see Child's Play at four thirty in the morning. Wouldn't that be freaking awesome? That would be cool. Yeah. I would never make it. No, I don't know. I think we. I mean, I mean, at that point, you're what two po- two full pony packs in. I uh, at. At eight at four thirty in the morning, yeah, I'm like half a case in probably. Well, that's why you get the ponies, that's the little a, guys. That's a good idea. Yeah, they sell pony Heinekens. Then you can then you can drink a full case. Yeah. <laughs> so here's my here's our plan. If we go, I watch mm-hmm. Toy Story four, and then I'd rather go see Spider Man Far From Home again. But I, you know, we haven't seen Lion King yet, so we watch Lion King. Then after Lion King, we take a nap. And then we start watching Avengers at 2.40. And two hours in, we have already seen it. We go, we take our chairs over, and at 4.30 a.m., we go see Child's Play. I think that's mm-hmm. a, the best way to end a... Uh... But but you leave Avengers with, like, the end to go? Yeah. Like, the whole on-your-left shit and... Yeah, but we've seen that. Yeah, but it's awesome. And you, So you go see it again. You've seen Child's Play, too. No, this is the new one. Oh. Oh, I thought it was like they were doing like a retro thing. No, 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 no. This is the new one that came out this summer. Well, I don't like scary movies anyway. I know, but at 4.30 in the morning, like you got to see it. Like that's... Then you're just tired. I know. I don't too know. Too tired to be scared. So just we let the doll kill me. We're going to try this out. Uh, if if we're not too, like, well, if I'm not too worn out from watching 
her intentions run a uh a ultra marathon like she, how you're tired from watching her run yeah, right well she she's a fucking wonder woman she's gonna be fine so yeah that'd be really cool and then the next day we could sleep all day because it's labor day oh yeah Not a, what a better way to celebrate labor day than sleeping and all day. just sleep yeah, yeah. I think that's the way it's supposed to be done. So the snack bar there, it's got bacon cheeseburgers, oh. pepperoni pizzas, chicken tenders with fries, fresh cut French fries, the homemade pierogies. End the show with me being hungry. You can't start the show with me being we hungry. Did, I did see you last week. I'm gonna I'm doing it again. The homemade yeah. pierogies there are awesome. They serve them with a little cup of sour cream, hot dogs, jumbo hot dogs, mott sticks, nachos with cheese, popcorn, pretzel bites, super pretzels, and of course it's Pennsylvania turkey barbecue. <laughs> Yeah, out of a little old lady's crock pot. Yes. So uh, I would recommend, Squeezer. Yes. You take the wife and the mm-hmm. Squeezettes to Shankweilers, get the jumbo popcorn bucket, because they give mm-hmm. you three layers of real melted Keller's butter. Mm. That's Shankweilers, not this Becky's. There's two. We have, we're so fucking spoiled. We not only have the oldest drive-in in the country... In our backyard, we have another drive-in with two screens that does two screens. dust till dawn. Yeah. So we have probably three more, three times as many drive-in screens as most anyone yeah, does. Exactly. Uh, so we're, we're lucky in that matter. Um, but yeah. And I never use it. Um, I did until last year and, and I, I didn't know if we were going to get back this year and we did last week and I could tell you good boys is fucking hysterical. Awesome. We didn't stay for Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> yeah, it's not so much your attention span. No, nah, but we uh, we had a few a few drinks and we had that beautiful buttered popcorn and. Uh, oh, stop it! Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, so let's get into <laughs> it. We're talking um, Great Outdoors three. Great Outdoors one is still our most listened to episode ever in the history of the Radiators podcast. Uh, in doing my research for this show, I listened to Great Outdoors too. Oh, okay. And if you want to hear us take a bathroom break and not edit it out, that's right. That was the one... like twenty minutes left. Yeah. So last year I was doing Music Fest and it, uh, Daughtry was sound checking, and it was getting on my fucking nerves. And I was trying to edit the show and I missed the bathroom break, and I left it in. And pe- I was gonna like delete the show and put a new one everyone's like no 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 fucking leave it in it's great so i did you hear me there like grunting making all like <laughs> clearing my throat like when i used to do like voice exercises it's beautiful and then you hear just the beer cans like cracking and the yeah, bottles right. pop right which we wouldn't be having to go to the bathroom all the time if it wasn't for that but yeah, yeah. well you know keeps the show flowing it's the lubricant of the rad years. It absolutely is. Uh, so, who goes first this week? Um, I do. Okay. All right. That was confident, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, then here is your first pick. Lemonade! We want lemonade! Don't worry, folks. Our master chef is stirring up a fresh batch. Stop that transaction. I'm a part-time field agent with the Springfield Department of Commerce. Great gig. It is a great gig. May I see your vendor's license? Um, I think it's... We don't have one. 
35 cents? Where'd that come from? Can't be mine. Must be yours. I don't care. If it's 45 cents, I don't want it. Submit this form to the License Bureau. Until then, this stand is closed, boys. Jeez, I'm thirsty. You got any lemonade? Not anymore! What <laughs> a classic Simpsons clip there. Uh, what, what kid doesn't love to dabble in, uh, uh, e-commerce -com and, uh, food Nowadays, yes, e-commerce, but back in our days. Yeah, yeah. E I'm sure right now some kids there at their lemonade stand with their iPhone, with the little card swiper dealy, or they'll take Apple Pay. I was, a uh, what would we charge? I think 25 cents. Ooh, that's high. I'd be like a nickel. Really? Uh, I think so. You didn't, you didn't know there was no competition in our neighborhood. Oh, so you can at least really on our street. Price. You know, we had the the market cornered. Now, the when I was a kid, is... though, like a quarter was like like twenty bucks to me now. Yeah, but for me, I just liked the size. It didn't even matter the value of it. I just I thought they looked cooler because they were a little bigger. Hmm. You could spin them better. And then okay, nickels. Harvey. And then nickels were cool. And I, I take a nickel over a dime. Those dimes sucked because they're so tiny. Who wants a dime? And pennies were okay. Pennies were cool because you had volume. Like if you wanted to walk around like a sack of money, you'd fill it with pennies. Even though it wasn't, it wasn't worth anything, it felt heavy. And that's all that mattered. All right. Uh, but we would set up... Uh, we had a couple of variations on stands, but we would always set up just outside on our, uh, in like the front of our house, but we were in a res very residential neighborhood. Mm. So maybe one, like we're a side, like a side street and it's pretty tight and your neighbors are out. Most of them were all elderly in our neighborhood. So like maybe one car would drive by an hour and wouldn't stop. And I had going back, I have to think about it. Our parents had to love it. At, at the cost of one little, uh, two scoops uh, of lemonade mix, and you get us out of your hair for hours. Mm -hmm. And you know we're not going to do anything stupid. Wow. Maybe talk to the occasional stranger, you know, offer them, you know, goods and services, and they give us money, and then they're on their way. But you know exactly where we're at. You know how in our intentions, what they are, mm -hmm. and you're you're guaranteed it's a free babysitter. Just go out in the front yard and sell some shit, kids. In hindsight, now well, now I I can't wait. Get my kids to have a lemonade stand. I just go and watch baseball inside, drink that couple six, seven, twelve beers and. Know that the kids are okay out front. You know? Yeah, they multiply that quickly, too. Yeah, it just happens it's, like that. You're drinking six, then it's the seventh, then it's your twelfth. Yeah. I was never good at counting anyway. And then you got to take a break, go out, buy some lemonade, you know. And then you're always like, well, here's a dollar for a tip. And everyone's like, ooh, but you didn't want a dollar because you wanted the coins because coins were cool. Right. Uh, No one wound up ever buying it until like my dad came home mm -hmm. and uh yeah i should have sold beer like bart did mm -hmm. i was thinking that clip i just used that one a couple of weeks ago 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm assuming your sister took over operations quickly. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's a salesman. Yeah. See, I didn't even like the sales part. I just liked building the stand. Ah. Yeah. Ours was just like a, a, a TV tray. Oh, okay. Uh, with, um, you know, a cup of sugar and, uh, you know, the lemonade mix, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I think it was just country time, so it wasn't even a cup of sugar. Just sugar was already yeah in. already pre-mixed yeah, that was convenient um so you didn't have the option to make it a little less sugary no, no no you could just water it down i guess but then that's not yeah what's the fun of that same. no our my, my preferred method there was always the occasional um just a picnic table bench you know classic red uh picnic table bench but my, my preferred method was and i talked about these things way back and i think our first summer or outdoor toy memory or what pipe works. I think there were actually plans in one of the booklets oh, that you can make stand. your own little lemonade stand. And even had like the, the front, like, cause it came with some like uh, plates. Right. I'm assuming they're probably like one by one in my mind as a kid, they're like massive, like diamond plate squares that you could like stand on now. You know, mm-hmm. now back then, yeah, they're probably only like 18 inches max, but it felt huge because you're a little kid. And it even gave you like the arch that you can build and then hang a little sign up there like Lucy. Um, yeah, uh, it was it, once I was set up, then I just like to sit there and like pretend like I was running a store. I It wasn't even about making money. Um, you probably had like a, if, a you probably had bookkeeping and. Oh, you probably um, had a towel over your shoulder. And... I'm sure I had a towel over my shoulder, of course, because, you know, you work up a sweat building a, building that stand. And then eventually I would just lose interest. My sister and her friends would kind of take over. And then you drop the lemonade stand. Yeah. Or you drink all your own profits. Yeah, usually... It's like a drug before, addict. Before it gets warm. Which is what sugar is. Yeah. Drug. Yeah. yeah. A delicious, 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 sweet drug. Delicious, sweet drug. Uh, so that's a good pick. Um, I'm ready to talk about my first pick. And, of course, this clip's going to be a little long, Squeezer. Okay. But, uh, you're going to want to listen to the whole thing. Okay. Consider your bike being stolen in a police emergency. Hundreds of bikes are stolen every month. Very few of them are ever recovered. We just don't have the resources. You're saying you can't do anything? Baby, how are you ever going to pay a reward like that, huh? It's simple. Whoever returns the bike is obviously the person who stole it. So they don't deserve any reward. <laughs> this box contains over 217 bits and pieces of information evidence. Exhibit A, a photograph of the victims, my 
Spike and me. What exactly leads you to believe the Soviets were involved? What's missing from this picture? It's just me without my bike! Hey, man, you're new to this, Turk. We don't take kindly to strangers coming around here. <laughs> So these are all clips uh, of Pee-wee being upset about his stolen bike from his great adventure. Now, Squeezer, I know we've talked biking on these mm-hmm. shows before, specifically these shows. But I want to talk about what we consider the longest bike ride, the holy grail of bike rides. It was, at, and at the time it seemed like <sighs> the amount of time it took us to, to get to the beach back in the day you know you any ride to the beach as a kid or any vacation drive was seemed why, why it could have been like two to four hours seemed like you know 10 to 12 to 24 hours yeah even though you should have known it was less because your game boy batteries lasted just that amount of time to get there so right two hours so max. uh we always are the lehigh valley mall was our holy grail like the mall area which was probably for you, just a hop, skip, and a jump away. Oh, yeah. We talked about that in a previous show. I uh, We would ride there all the time. We couldn't – not until we were older could we cross the street to go to the slightly shittier mall. Um, but the slightly shittier mall was more homely. Right. For us, it was a 3.7-mile uh, hike that took 22 minutes and was pretty much like three streets. And fairly treacherous, that part. Fairly treacherous. But it was... So I made the trek about halfway, and I didn't even realize it. My grandmother lived on... My grandparents lived at Pennsylvania Street. So they lived about at the halfway point. And my brother and I rode our bikes to there. But if we would have just kept taking Pennsylvania Street down to MacArthur Road, we would have been there. Mm -hmm. But then that, in lies the problem. Yeah. Because it drops you off at... Jordan Parkway. Pennsylvania takes skims all the way down to Jordan Parkway. You know, Ooh, pa- you're going way out of your way from where you're coming from, too. No, not really. Think about North Main Street. Right mm. by the Target. I would have... We're going a little local here, but I would have gone Walbert to Mock Chunk to Shot Avenue. Or not Shot Avenue, but to... Uh... This is Walbert to Roth to Pennsylvania. Okay. Sumner is going to take you way out of your way. Sumner's going to take you all the way down to six. I, I didn't say Sumner. You said shot. I all said right. shot. I didn't mean shot. I meant you cut, go uh, at Jordan Parkway, make a left at the grist mill, and now bring you out at. Uh... That's further south. This will take Pennsylvania Street, will take you all the way to Jordan Parkway. Yeah, but when you get to Jordan Parkway, you make a left at the grist mill. Yeah, you could do that. You could, yeah. yeah. And then, well, that'll take you out by the Whitehall Mall. Right. But anyway, oh, so then I'm, you're already there. Then you're on. Then you're across the. We never did it. I'm just. Ta- I'm just looking at Google Maps and telling you the way it's telling you to take it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the quickest way it's saying. It's 22 minutes, three points. I'm just miles. enjoying that we're having a private very, argument about directions uh, <laughs> on very local roads. Very local roads. And people are like, "What the fuck's a grist mill?" Well, it's a mill. 
for Gris. <laughs> what is Gris? And it's turned into a haunted house <laughs> at some time. I don't think they do that anymore, do they? What? The uh, Gris Mill. They what? used to turn it into a haunted house back in the day. What is uh, Gris Mill? Uh, it's a, like a flour mill. Ah. So in the meantime, what turned out to be the longest, my friend, um, uh, my best friend at the time, lived off of Huckleberry Road, uh, which was like maybe maybe like one and a half miles away. And then he moved back to where kind of I live now. So we decided one day that we were going to we were going to bike to his house from mine to get something. And then we're going to bike down to where the Tillman 8 movie theater is and go to the comic book store. Mm-hmm. Guess who didn't make it? So really? it was 3.6 miles. It was longer to get to his house from my house than it was to the Lehigh Valley Mall. Isn't that insane? Hmm. Uh, and then to get back down to the new, the like the, the Tillman 8, it was another like mile and a half two miles but we never got past like literally the gas station at the end of my street is where we ended up and we wound up biking back to his house because we thought it was too long but that was like the the holy grail that we never got to like the tillmanate the comic book shop he was mm-hmm. like he's like well we'll go to something cooler than the comic book shop because he wasn't in the comic books at all i'm like well the comic book shop's there we can go there and get a couple packs of marvel cards <laughs> Uh, but yeah, longest bike ride ever. Tried to go to the mall, never did. Tried to go to the movie theater, never did. Never made. And then as an adult, like I've gone everywhere. You know, we are we go to Tunes, we go like the the you know, down 19th Street, but we never went. We never did the the big the big trip to the mall. We should have. Yeah, you should do it now. I should. Cause now it would be both of these combined. Because now mm-hmm. I live out where the longest one ever was, so I should go to my. Yeah, but now it's socially acceptable to ride your bike in the middle of the road like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they get mad at you if you fucking honk at them and get in your way. Yeah. You just have to get really tight pants. Hold on, let me see, Leah Valley Molly. Can I wear my skinny jeans, my slim fit jeans? Yeah, that'll that'll work. It's, just put some neon on them. It's seven point two miles. And it's 47 minutes. And it's taking me exactly the same way it did from my house. It's just, it's (laughs) Wobbert all the way. I think my record was like 19 miles. This is only 7.2. I know I've done way longer bike rides. I did like just with Enchantress, like I rode next to her while she ran the marathon. Uh, She was running. She's running. I'm riding my bike. You're pedaling like Pee Wee. Yeah. No, we were, we, well, and it wasn't even a bike ride. Like we just, I coast. I don't think I ever had to touch the pedals because it was down Pike's Peak. Oh. So you just kind of start rolling. Hmm. Although the kid we were with bailed and got busted up bad. Jeez. Yeah, we just kept going. Uh-huh. Um. All right. Here is your next pick. If I really try.
fuck was that? Oh, sorry, Squeeze. Hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. I didn't have you potted up. There you oh, go. There what, we go. What the fuck was that? I still got, We changed your pot on my mixer like two weeks ago, remember? Oh, yeah. I still put your old one up. All right. We'll, we'll get the P-Touch out. And relabel this bastard. Relabel it. Uh, I, I was saying two Charlie Brown references in uh, one show so far. Oh, was that Charlie Brown? Yeah, it's from your good man, Charlie Brown. Oh. He's flying his kite <clears throat> like me. Flying kites, because that's what we did. It's funny you it brought this family up. thing. Because uh, two weekends ago, we were in Atlantic City, and some kid was flying a kite in the beach. And Enchantress goes to me, I've never flown a kite before. I'm like, are you kidding me? It was like every Easter of my life, because that was all my parents would buy us for Easter. <laughs> yep. Well, it, it's fun, because we had this, it was funny, we had this conversation earlier, a little pre, when we were just sitting around the truck, and uh you immediately thought like you know we had talked about before like those easter kites the you know a, a basically a trash bag held together with straws uh in a triangle um, yeah with a license on it yeah uh, either Hulk a Hogan, batman or a ninja turtles batman ninja turtles yeah and i love those they're great but for there was a time uh there were a couple years ourselves and another family would take a trip down to the outer banks uh, in uh, North Carolina. And we'd stay like Kill Devil Hills-ish, uh, you know, that area. And there's this place, Kitty Hawk Kites, and they sell kites and other stuff. It's like an outdoorsy activity, kind of all kinds of um, shit like that. Uh, but they have all kinds of, like, kites is their big thing because their name is Kitty Hawk Kites. And you got a good breeze down there, so you get a nice kite and you go out on the beach and you... Wasn't there uh, something like, let's go fly a kite? I was thinking about picking that. Well, who does uh, that? I forgot. And send it soaring up through the atmosphere, up where the air is clear. If you find it, pull it and right, play it because now it's stuck in my head. All right, you keep um, going. But we would get these just extravagant kites from Oh, it's from, from Mary there. Poppins. It's from Mary Poppins. Oh, it is from Mary. Oh, yeah. All right. That was Dick Van Dyke, right? Yeah, I'm kind of embarrassed that I know the lyrics to it. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to get called out by Enchantress for that tomorrow. I know that for sure. She's a big oh. uh, musical fan, and I am not. So. See, I, I despise musicals because, like I said, no one just breaks out in a song in well, real yeah, life. Well, yeah, no, that's my line. You're stealing my line. I despise I've said musicals. that for years. I've said that for years. I've said it for Everyone said it for years. Everyone said it for years. But at the same time, I do randomly just break in the song. I, see, I know. And um, we were watching, like, two Easter's ago, uh, The Sound of Music was on, and I kept asking questions. And one of my questions was, how do they all know what to sing at the same time? <laughs> I really don't know. <sighs> okay. Oh, kites. Anyhow, talking about so kites. you would get these just extravagant uh, kites. No nothing that like, you know, like these like fabric like machine like aerodynamic things, and they'd have like two handles, and you can do all kind of maneuvers and shit like that, and then. You're supposed to go down the beach and fly it with all the other people up there and try not to get them tangled up. Um, 
And this was like a yearly thing, and my mom obsessed over it. Mm-hmm. She loved kites, and you, you know her when she starts obsessing over something. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 those goddamn lantern flies now. She spent five hours today. She was at the fair too, just handing out pamphlets, telling everyone, make sure to kill those lantern flies, um, which you should. Um, yeah, she gets her little, uh, she would get on her uh, hobby horse. And in this, at this time, it was these kites. And we would spend a ton of money on these things. And the interest would wane the moment, you know, you leave. You pack it up, very careful to pack it up, because when we bring it home, oh, we could always fly it at home, or we're going to bring it back next year. Guess what never came back the next year? Damn kite. Who knows where it even got to? I'm pretty sure, like, the first time, first McDonald's we stopped at for me to empty my tiny little bladder, my dad just immediately just threw it in the finely stone-finished trash can outside the door. Um... And then next year, a new kite. Next year, a new kite. We would always go back. And for like three or four years in a row, we were always getting these extravagant kites. And I'm not going to lie. They were kind of fun when you got like the two-handle ones because you can actually do some things with them and maneuvers. And I, I think about it. I'm like, how much fun is it really to fly a kite? Not I. Well, I haven't done it since a child, but I, I promise Enchantress we, we do it. Oh, she's we should never go, done it, but uh, you guys, you guys do it. I was gonna say we should just go fly a kite. Well, I mean, she's got a kite already, so it's gonna be really oh. easy. I was gonna say like one of those little, we can get like a new Ninja Turtle one, yeah. But my my thing is so basically, here you fly it up, and once you get up real high, like wow, cool, and now you get to have the fun of pulling a rope. That's all you're doing then, eventually, once it's up, because you got to bring it back down. Just go out in your backyard, get, like, 300 yards of rope, and just pull it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a good time. Just because you're pulling it out of the air all of a sudden. It's... Now, if you get it, like, you know, you're down the beach and you have a couple hundred people doing it and they're all up there, then it's kind of cool. Right. It's like seeing a bunch of hot air balloons versus one. That's true. It is pretty cool to see a bunch of them. Yeah, even though one hot air balloon is pretty cool, too. And then terrifying, because you stop to think how terrifying it would be. Why is it terrifying? Because you fucking, you have a little piece of fabric and flame, and you're in the sky. I, w- I would kill to go up on a hot air balloon. All right. I'll book you a trip. Uh, I don't want you to book me a trip. Hmm. Uh, if if I was a friend of ours, I'd go, hey, weren't you getting one when you were in the Civil War spotting? <laughs> it's not funny because he's, he's got no class or uh, je ne sais quoi to know that we're a good show that he should be listening to. So He's not even going to hear us making fun of him, right? Uh-oh. Well, I'll just cut this and clip it off and send it to him because I don't like talking about people behind their backs, so. It's a very we'll, big we'll let him know we said this tomorrow morning before the show even gets posted, I'm sure. All right, good. All right, here we go. Here's my next bit. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Not like here. 
hear everything soft and smooth. That. Why? Why did you play that? Because not only that I want to point out the worst chemistry and acting ever in a movie in the history of movies from episode two of Star Wars. But you know, Natalie Portman had better chemistry with the plant from the professional. Oh, I think so. You're right. Uh, so, but I wanted to uh, also talk about uh, our turtle sandbox. Mm. I think these in the in the eighties and early nineties when you bought a house, these were uh, then dropped off with your uh, garbage toters because <laughs> <laughs> everyone had one. And now, like, they're all fancy. They have like a water moat around it, which I don't know why you need a water moat around it. But um, yeah, it, like you could have a sandbox in your your backyard, or you could have mm-hmm. a sandbox uh, with a turtle shell over it. And the turtle shell, what it did was provide you something to hide under to play turtles with, and yes. also prevent local cats and animals from pooping in your sandbox. Very good, and that's exactly why we got her the turtle one because we have a lot of feral cats. Yeah, you gotta have the turtle one. And I bungeed it down. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So we had this. We had the turtle sandbox, and many times I would take the turtle thing, and especially after Ninja Turtles, and pretend I was a yet to be mutated turtle, and I would just lay under it for hours. <laughs> I was a weird kid. I'm still a weird person. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, this the sandbox. It was this big green, like flat turtle. And I don't even know what like the fucking point of a sandbox was like now. Like I I don't I wouldn't mind having a sandbox just to, like put my feet in and put a chair up. It feels good. Yeah, but back then like, like you can build castles and shit. Like, you're building castles. You're playing in the sand. You're playing with your like beach toys all year round because yeah, you get a couple get some dump trucks and front end load. You know, we had like more beach toys than regular toys, even though we were at the beach for three out of 365 days a year. Yes. Were they all in either a mesh bag or basket? Um, I don't know if we had a mesh bag back then, but yeah, basket, like a, a, a laundry basket back then, yep. like a hamper laundry basket. And um, it was like, like big plastic dump trucks and huge shovels and buckets and a lot of McDonald's toys and rakes and shit. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the McDonald's beach toys. But yeah, you could live the beach 2365 24/7 all year round on uh, uh in your turtle sandbox. But once like school started and fall hit and then winter, like this thing just you didn't touch it. And then no. like you opened it up and it was all grungy and you'd have to go out to the home the Heckinger's to, or the triangle to get a couple mm-hmm. bags of sand and replace it. You get that uh, contractor sand. Oh, yeah. Dad just gets you that. Yeah. He, he just brings home a couple buckets from work. <laughs> just gravel, pretty much. That wasn't fun. We'd always get... All, all the other kids got the nice, soft, white stuff. we get the nice, soft, white stuff from the Heckinger's mm. or the triangle. Uh, Dad brought a couple five-gallon buckets of sand home from work. Mm. Uh, the same shit, like... Oh, there's an oil spill on the side of the road. Let's just dump it out, and that's the same shit that we were. It was. It wasn't so good for playing. And no, it's not the it best. was good. No, it was good for 
playing with your little construction trucks. That's that's true. And then then we played. We played with a many. We kept our Tonka trucks in the shed. If -hmm. that's not because they were outdoor toys. With the metal ones. Yeah, the big metal ones. Yep. I actually, my, it's sitting in my mom's garage. She keeps yeah. wanting me to take it. But Tonka like, trucks were outdoor toys. And man, those like the scoops on them on like those yep. loaders, mm-hmm. razor sharp. And uh, we had the dump truck, the loader. We had a couple Tonka trucks. Yeah, I remember. Which one? I had a dump truck, and the, there was the, there was the loader. Like it, it was, it had a driver cab, and it had a separate operator cab in the back. Yes. And it's the one that had the handle that you could yeah, kind of pull back pull and. Pull back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you angle that thing right, you that's like a, that thing was sharp. Yeah. You could legit start digging in the dirt. Yep. For that. And they're all like rusted over because you kept them outside. But what mm-hmm. what what can you do with Tonka trucks inside? They're Tonka trucks were meant to be played outside. Yeah, if they were plastic, it might have been a little different. Something about them being metal, it's like yeah, they yeah. weren't allowed in the house. Exactly. Imagine what that would do to like a linoleum floor or a oh, floor. Sure. Just I'd just be gouging the shit out of it. But yeah, I, I, you know what? That was one of like those like happy little memories I got to do, like buying a turtle sandbox. It was like the the one of the greatest days of my life. Oh, for your daughter. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and she still loves it, and it and it's oh, it's all you need. It's perfect. I don't need a. And for like a couple, I don't even fill it up all the way, because you know, with sand, I think it's like a dollar fifty a bag or something. But still, <laughs> you guys are at the beach and you're like, "Don't leave, guys, until you fill up these five, these five five gallon buckets with sand." <laughs> I spend more on gas before waiting the car back down. Yeah, and... right. But it's free uh, sand. You can't leave the beach without it. Uh, and then and then it's like you keep the sand in the sandbox. Yeah, just oh, yeah. shoveling it out yeah. and like. Mm-hmm. Hey, once all the sand is gone, there's no more. Right. And she looks. You, you, there's like three bags under the deck. Yeah. All right. You pay attention. Good. You <laughs> learned this lesson today. I see. Way to know your surroundings. He's giving you that look, like I know there's more sand, Dad. Uh, there's nothing worse than being called on your bullshit by a three-year-old. Yeah, oh boy. All right. Here is your third pick, Squeezer. Reflectors, they tell drivers where you are. I see what you mean. Remember, if you have to ride when it's getting dark, have the right equipment. And wear bright clothes. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Yeah, so this pick actually came from the clip. Like, I was going to talk about something else, and then I, I was going through just, I was watching old G.I. Joe PSAs, like the legit ones, not the ones that are all dubbed over it those are my favorite they came out when we were in college yeah um they're still funny but i i need the nostalgic i i just like them throwing in like my favorite one uh if i i don't want to tangent too much uh but the one where the kids are swimming in the in the pond and the thunderstorm rolls in and and uh deep six comes like submerge like from and making out a weird noise (laughs) that noise yeah, like he comes up in like his suit, 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and all I can think of, wait, there's two boys swimming in a small pond, and he's just hanging out there in his fucking uh, submarine suit. Wait, are you talking about the joke ones or the real ones? The real ones. Oh, yeah. The real, the real one actually is kind of even creepier, because I'm like, what was he doing under there the whole time, and why? I remember we'd, we'd smoke a used-to-be-illegal substance and watch those uh, redubs over and over and over and just laugh our asses off. Yeah. Oh, oh Mr. Body Massage Machine, go. Who wants a body massage? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely, they're, yeah, go check those out as well. Go the, look at, go watch both. Yeah. Go watch both. But this one reminded me, so there was a time where they were really pushing, like, the bike safety shit like reflector and they started adding more and more on then they started adding lights by law you're required to have a uh front and rear uh red rear reflector a white front reflector uh gold reflectors on the pedals and the little wheelie dealies but they started adding more and more and i remember we got lights and that was that was huge. I thought that was the greatest thing in the world, because I was the cool kid with a light on my bike. Mm -hmm. um, there was nothing cool about it. But then I would start doing other things, like I would take, um, and and this one, it would you actually had to take the handlebars off, and then put it on, and then bolt it back down, almost like the reflector on the front was. There was a lot to that one, and it ran on. I think it ran on two c batteries oh jeez. yeah like it was this enormous thing that ran on two c batteries but then that wasn't enough for me so i would go and like i had like one of those big d cell mag lights mm -hmm. you know like the, like one of those like ones that you like like a head clunker like yeah, you take really people out beat with. someone to death with yeah and i would take my like uh tie wraps or chicken bands or whatever you want to call them like, because my dad got the big industrial ones that um, fell off the back of the truck and into his truck at work. And I would just, like, take that and just lash it to, like, the, the ball breaker bar, mm -hmm. the crossbar. And then so you have a big mag light there. And I would just have all these lights, flashlights and all kinds of gadgets and shit just, you know, tied to my bike. And it was just like a glowing orb coming down the street. Right. I, I, we had, my brother was more into the gimmicks than I was. Oh, of course. Uh, Did he have a CB radio on his bike? Oh, I'm sure. Yes. We had CB radios at the yin yang in our household. We all had, uh, uh names and we knew the breaker one nine breaker one nine. Uh, yeah. CBs yin at the yin yang. What about those? Like the lights that you could power by like the. Um, the generator lights. They had the generator yeah. lights. Yeah, as you as you I rode your bike, it would it would generate power. Yeah, that was a Simpsons bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he woke yeah. up to uh, name the comet. Yes, he's like, and uh, he's just grinding uh, away because uh, it's putting uh, so much pressure on the wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, now they got all this cool gizmo shit and like LEDs and stuff, and even have ones like like shoot little laser beams out like the backs and the sides to like uh it's like drive it gives like basically it projects a line for drivers right like that's the fucking future well like well cars and motorcycles are the future but bikes are great too 
We can't figure uh, out why my car, my new work truck, projects the Chevy logo at the back. Because <laughs> it's awesome. It is pretty awesome. Uh, we keep we keep studying it, and I uh, can't figure out why or how it's doing it, but it's fun. Why? Because some engineers thought, hey, there's a bunch of nincompoops out there that would really get a kick out of a light on the ground. Right. We do. We are we are a nincompoops, yes. and we be get a fucking kick out of it. Yeah. So uh, if if you are a brilliant engineer working at Chevy, mm-hmm. congratulations, you, you succeeded. Figured us out, and it didn't really take much. Because we were like guffawed over it, like oh, oh look at that, <laughs> woo wee. We really couldn't get enough of it. You're no. Right. It's the little things. It's always the little things. Honestly, it's no different. I mean, we got so excited over a light as a kid. I mean, as a baby, that's that's my go-to. I just hold my kid underneath the light, like, "Hey, look at this shiny thing," and their eyes get all big and dilated. It's like, ooh, it's no different. Yeah, that is. It stays the same. Thirty yeah. some years later, and you see a light. That's why I can't. Yeah. Uh, here we are. That's why I let the Keurig go empty, so I could just watch it blink for a little while before <laughs> I have to go fill it back up again. Well, well, nothing wrong with that. No. Um, okay, uh, we are now on my next pick. So, um, this is from The Great Outdoors, <laughs> the lake scene, with John Candy uh, uh, jet skiing. So, as a kid, uh, my mom's boss had a lake house. Yes, he was a Catholic priest. Yes, I probably shouldn't have been up there. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, it was fun. Um, so, I remember we drive and take forever, and there's lakes all over Pennsylvania here. And he like had a, 15 minutes from our house. No. Yeah. But back then it seemed like maybe 45 to I an get, hour. Yeah. We go up to this lake and um, he had like a powerboat. And, but you always had to be in like, um, uh, like a, a life vest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Safety first. Yeah. But one time there was like a bunch of people up and they're having like this, this seminar and the kids were back there. And my brother and I were fucking around and we decided to take the jet ski out. Oh, shit. Yeah. We did. Um, we didn't fuck... How old were you? I think I was 11 and Chris would have been 13. Oh, fuck. That's a lot of horsepower for a couple of... Idiots? Teens. Yeah, or idiots. Sure. Yeah. I wasn't going to be that rude. 
Uh, well, we did uh, kind of figure it out, and we managed not to crash everything. But I do definitely recall them being very pissed off at us. <laughs> and um, for that matter... Are you just trying to recreate Police Academy 5? Uh, the, the the whole uh, my brother was probably imagining himself in a full police costume while <laughs> we were driving it because he was really into the police i love the police academy movies for like the lowbrow idiot humor my brother loved them because he was like my brother went to camp cadet which was a camp set up that uh, your protege ian went to uh for um by the state police for kids who wanted to become cops oh no i didn't know this mm-hmm Oh, I am so glad I know this now. Yeah. Well, he went oh. to it, I think, because his dad made him. Okay. Well, still Chris like... went to it and was, like, so upset. He wrote us, like, a letter that he wanted to get picked up. And I, I got so furious. Like, I love my brother so much. I wanted to find, I wanted to go and kill all the cops and, and save Chris at the age of, like, eight. <laughs> because they made him sad. They made him sad, yeah. And picked on him. So, and look now, look, uh, he's treated with nothing but respect. Right. I still don't trust cops, but I don't trust anybody for that matter. I don't trust anyone with uh, handcuffs unless they're carrying a case and they're handcuffed to the case. Oh, because, you know, there's nothing in that case that might be uh, diabolic. Yeah, but if they're handcuffed to that case then they really that case is really important to them and i trust i trust that right there mm. but uh yeah lake uh, so where we were at the lake house so uh, going to the lake house was always like what the hell was that that was i'm i'm like trying to like refill my beer and that was the glass ow and, well, that, come on don't ow me that was like a mile away from the microphone it was very high end it yeah but, but still I was far enough away from the, the. Are you are you loading a keg? No, I'm filling I'm filling a pint glass with a beer out of a a bottle of Sam Summer Ale. I'm down to my last case and a half squeeze. I think I'm gonna make it to September. Holy shit! Are you serious? Yeah. Well, I, the plan was to make it to September, and I'm thinking I'm gonna do it. Uh, you might. Uh, you're well. You're definitely. Well, no. Summer Ale for summer. You how many did you buy? Eleven. Fourteen. Well, that's reason. How long ago? Did I buy fourteen? No, I think about ten. I bought ten. I'm sorry, I bought ten. Okay. I bought ten before Music Fest, so. That's, uh, like three weeks ago. It, it was in July. Okay, that's. About four a month. weeks. About ago. a month ago, yeah. All right, so a month ago, it's, yeah. So even, even if it was two months ago, even if it was June. So that's like two cases a week, roughly. Yeah, more than that. Huh. So, I could go back and find out when I bought this. Oh. You talk about lakes while I look at this. Look this up. You should just take a razor blade to the organ donor uh, on your <laughs> driver's license. <laughs> just, or make a little annotation, just not the liver. Not the liver. Well, I definitely took a picture of this, right? Yeah, it was in the back of your car. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. I wasn't sure if it was actually uh, a tractor trailer making a delivery. <laughs> oh, here it is. 
So it was July 22nd. That's my birthday. Yeah, on your birthday. At 2.53 p.m., I bought 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 cases of beer. And uh, today is the 29th, well, 30th now. So 30 plus how many days are in July? Is it 31? 31. So 9. In 39 days, hang on, let's crunch these numbers. I still have a case days. left. You guys, so you went through 11 cases. No, right? Nine cases. Nine I cases. Had 10. All right, hang on. Do this math. So nine times 24, 216 divided by, uh, what did we say? 39. 39 equals. That's not bad. It's only five and a half beers a day. <laughs> That's my average. Okay, yeah, it's reasonable now. At first, I thought it sounded crazy, but yeah, <laughs> I, I could see how the average person can drink five and a half beers a day times seven equals 38.7 <laughs> beers a week. I believe my doctor told me that any more <laughs> than two a week, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, that's times <laughs> 0.02 equals you are 1,938% alcoholic. <laughs> I'm glad we did the due diligence on this. <laughs> I think that's how you do math. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I actually think I'm like not that bad, but you know, your doctor, you know, what the fuck do doctors know? Yeah, exactly. What, oh, you got a coat? Uh, last time I told the truth to my doctor, he was like, how many drinks do you have? I'm like, ah, a few. He's like, what's a few? I'm like, I don't know, like five, six a night. He's like, oh. You know, uh, a lot of people consider that alcoholism. I'm like, yeah, a lot of people don't work my job. He goes, oh, I take that as a fair answer. <laughs> Good for him. I know. So, there you go. Yeah, f five and a half. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. It's pretty good. Not bad. Oh. Yeah. That's hysterical. What are we talking about? Uh, lakes. Oh, okay. I don't really have much to say about this. This this was like a throwaway clip, so we'll move on to your next pick. It got us to that. It did. Hi, it's Luan. How you doing? What me? Ugh. Leave a message after the beep. Beep. <laughs> beep. <laughs> beep. 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 Stop, man. They got to watch that friendly fire. Man, you don't live dig them frag me like a dang old... I, I can't help it. They trained me too well. I am the most efficient killing machine the world has ever... Ow. Ow. Ah. <laughs> uh, you ever go play... No, of course you didn't play paintball. Never. Did you? Never? Uh, we should we it'd be a good team building exercise. That's what it says in the brochure. That's at every uh rest stop on the turnpike. I never even shot a paintball gun. Uh where the hell I don't dig mine up. And we'll go shoot that guy that makes fun of you for being old. He can't run that fast. Hundred and eighty feet per second, I he think. He can't run at all, Jake. I've seen video. I don't it know. might be old, but I've seen video. 
but I used to play a lot. Uh, and I used to play by I used to play with myself. Yeah, well, you know, you hopefully you grew out of that. No, you never grow out of it. Um, and because one or my other friends, you know, had it, but like you can't really. Only a few of us had it, so there was occasional like wood games, like pickup games. You go in the woods and stuff to play. Right. Um, but we have a couple good places around us. One, uh, you know, like an forty-five minutes hour north. Um. I would go up and play. And when I was you know, 16, like I was just starting to drive. Like, I would just go up myself. And they had these big tournaments up there, these D-Day tournaments at uh, Skirmish USA. Right. And they get a couple thousand people out there. And they built, like, the the, uh, the landing craft and all that shit. And you would go out, and it was just this massive game um, that you would play. And it was a lot of fun. And I would go up by myself. I would sleep in the back of my Bronco, too. You slept outside of uh, my one house on Birch Avenue in that Bronco, too. I did. I remember that. I remember you coming out to wake me up. Right. It was That was a rough night. Why didn't I just sleep in the house? I don't know. It was a rough night. It yeah. was a rough night, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, I would go up there and I would play in that. I think you were very much in like, I sleep in my Bronco, too, all the time. I don't need your fucking comfy house. <laughs> Yes, I don't need to stretch my legs. Right. Even though it, 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 a little decent amount of room back there, probably smaller than I remember. I, uh, I believe... saw one out there the other on the road the other day. I'm like, I miss that thing. I, know. I wish I still had mine. I grew up driving Chevy Blazers. Uh, the first mm-hmm. one I had was a '93, like uh, Tahoe style. That was very boxy. Had a bench seat across the front and the back. Uh, probably the, my favorite vehicle I ever owned. Then I had a 96 two-door S10 style blazer. Uh, and I just most recently acquired a 2019 all-new blaze. The blazers are back, people. They're awesome. And they are a gorgeous automobile. Mm-hmm. I uh, I love it, and I love driving it. Well, maybe then. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I love my Tacoma, and I'm so I'm a Tacoma guy through and through now. My next one's going to be a Tacoma. Unless, you know, those new Broncos come out and they're just awesome and then I gotta yeah. get a new Bronco. Yeah. But it wouldn't be the same. I would need a Bronco too. I need the little guy. Right. With the tire hitch on the back. Well, the Bronco swing too in and is out. essentially like a blazer. Uh, 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 a Tahoe blazer. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so yeah, we go play ping pong. Um, and I would, so I, I had my own gun, I had my own gear, stuff like that. And then I got to the point where it just, it didn't hurt anymore. So you would just, like, oh, they would try to sell you up on all the padding and all this stuff. And I would just go out in a t-shirt. Because I figure, you, you get hit, you get hit. It stings a little bit. Not and it's hot, and I'm fat. Um, <laughs> You're very handsome. Thank You're you. sweet boy. Um, but then, you know, occasionally, too, we would get, like, group. I was, you know, You're I was a little sweet, boy scout, too. And we'd get the guys together and go take a, a paintballing trip up there or just go out in the woods and play. And there were a couple times. I still have a couple scars. I have one. Did you ever really take it out on somebody? What do you mean? Like, really? Like, just light them up? Yeah. No, no. That was against the rules. One hit, you're done. Hmm. Okay. That's sometimes I I take an extra it. pop yeah. or two. Because, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't know I got you. Sorry. I'd go Tony Montana on, like, the first person that came near me. Oh, then you know you're getting it next time. But I'm looking at a scar right now. I'll show you. It's on my left thumb um, where a ball hit me, 
And I don't know how it got me, but it just ripped a nice little chunk of skin right off the uh, right off the top of my hand. And that scar still exists to this day. And then my other friend, um, it was really funny. We were, uh, he got hit right on top. Like, so you have the mask on. Right. And don't make me get on my soapbox of King of the Hill didn't even do it right. I know it's a cartoon, but still, mm-hmm. they're just wearing goggles. But when they do paintball on TV, there's nothing worse. Uh, on sitcoms. On, on TV, I, I watch all the time. I'll watch. Dwight got it right. He had the full regalia. He did, but the people he was shooting didn't. Well, he was shooting, um, he never played paintball with anybody except Michael when that, like, the, like, uh, uh, bucket list thing. I gotta go And he back attacked and him, that. and he, he was, they were in the right gear. All right, I gotta go back. But did they take their masks off at any point without barrel plugs in? I don't know what that means. They, exactly. I bet they didn't. E- either a barrel sock or a barrel plug. No excuse. All right. And no masks off until the whistle blows. Sure. Bullshit. Yep. Now now we all understand why I never played, uh, what's it called? Pa- paintball. Paintball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my one buddy got shot right on top of the head and busted him open. It was cool because then when he was walking back, like he, the blow was actually running down into his goggles and like pooling up in his goggles. That is cool. It was actually, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Because it wasn't me. It had to have hurt. There's not a lot up there. You, that's why you have to have a nice loft of hair. You know, if you right. if you you buzz that stuff, there's nothing there to pad that. Sure. It's, it's gonna hurt. Um, but we should go as a team building exercise. Yeah, right. Everyone's nothing gonna take it bad out will me. happen. No, you can go. I'll pay for it, and then I'll just observe from far away. All right. Better wear a mask yet. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still gonna have like a fucking chamber around me. Yeah, but I used to, I even, I got, I got, I was pretty deep because there used to be a place, but in a town where I used to live, and you can customize stuff, and I would rig mine out and do all kinds of little stuff to it and uh, customize it. I was like one of those guys that would park their car outside of the sheets and like pop the hood. <laughs> pop the hood of your uh, paintball rig. Yeah. See what I got under here? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And then you would get the catalogs too, and it was just like the uh, the Kenner uh, 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 action guides. action action toy guides action toy guides. Yeah, like you get through there and you just page through them. Like, Ooh, I want that one. I want that one. Yeah, it was kind of like expansion an expansion chamber. Catalog. Yeah, I, I I miss it. I don't. I haven't played in like fucking years, uh, and my shit's probably all rusty, but. I, I still, I like, again, like junk food. I like the idea of it. And I'll watch it when it's on ESPN streaming something somewhere. Um, good pick. Good pick. Uh, ready for my next one? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, to follow up with your King of the Hill pick, I follow up with my King of the Hill clip. Meat, nice taste of meat. 
I cook with protein. Uh, I'm sorry, pro <laughs> propane. I've been drinking, people. Gives me a nice taste of meat. Five point five beers a night. Uh yeah, I'm I'm almost at that limit. I'm almost at five point five. <clears throat> About four point four. So this is from King of Hell, obviously. I'm talking cookouts. And uh apparently that term isn't used colloquially. 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 Damn it, now colloquially. I could have said it, but because now we're trying to say it colloquially. Colloquially. So some people call it a some people call it a barbecue. Who came up with that word? I don't know. Some people call it a barbecue, but what we know is barbecue is different. It's barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. But a cookout is like when you have a party outside and the food's made on the grill. And there's various mayonnaise mixed salads. Mm-hmm. In the hot sun. In the hot sun. So for me, there was nothing better than cookouts in the summer. And, and it involved like hers rippled potato chips uh, with Pimento dip. Colloquial. Colloquial. I, if, if you look at the way it's spelled, it makes sense. Okay. Colloquial. So yeah. it was it was hers, rippled chips, mm-hmm. pimento dip, po- Martin's potato buns, mm-hmm. hot dogs, ham- cheeseburgers. And um, yeah, anyone that serves just a straight up hamburger can just, you know. How can you not put cheese on it? Yeah, what kind of monster are you? Now, my hot dogs, I never put cheese on. I was always a fan uh, of... See, I, I still like... There's actually this, uh, supposedly, this really good vegan place by us uh, that I actually want to check out. That's because I hear the food's actually good. Uh, but I want to know if it's appropriate if I go in there with my own... Like, if I just have a craft single in my pocket and pull it out and unwrap it and put it on my food. Hold on. I think uh, I have my door closed just because I didn't want to get like bit up by Crystal again, but I think I was crying. So you, you talk. Uh-huh. You talk about the vegan place. Oh, no. I was just wanting to know if anyone out there thinks that's appropriate that I bring cheese to a vegan restaurant. Because, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I prefer to have flesh, but I can't not not have cheese. I don't... I Look, I get it. It's from a cow, but it's not the cow's not complaining because it's a dairy cow, not the meat cow. So at least the dairy cow, they're <laughs> just you know. I'm allergic to soy and. Uh, oh yeah, there's probably nothing you can eat in that place. No, 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 no. Especially, uh, we went to Burger King today, and and Knockers was gonna get the Impossible Whopper. I'm like, oh, that would kill me. Mm. Yeah. And then he changed his mind because he realized what it was, or. No, this was after he ordered the three burger baconator deal. <laughs> I don't know if it was a baconator. He got a giant sandwich with onion rings. I don't believe that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Anyway, you were saying about so okay. So this is so it's it's the ripple chips, the pimento dip, uh, the Martin's potato rolls, either hot dogs or cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. soda. Because we rarely got to drink soda. And, this was, and it was always a treat, the local Allentown soda. That's what it's all about. Birch beer. Yes. It's about birch beer. It's a Northeast thing, people. If you don't know it, look it up. You might Is drink root really? beer. Yeah. Huh. We drink birch beer. Um, 
and uh, what? it's it's ice cream. It's a, it's like those little ice cream cups with the peel off <gasps> that you lick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, that's what it's all about. Oh, and that's that's wooden spoon. That's cookouts, and then occasionally, like your parents, like in the summer, you'd have a cookout with just your family, and you'd make root beer floats. Ooh, yeah, root beer floats were the I shit. I might actually get one of those on Saturday when we're back. Oh yeah, they they're selling that. So they um when we were kids, McDonald's would sell Coke floats, and they would sell them in old school style plastic uh, Coca Cola glasses. Mm-hmm. So we'd go through the drive-in and get Coke floats in the summertime. It should be like the ice cream and Coke and a float you get from McDonald's. So McDonald's mm-hmm. did do Coke floats. But as a kid, um, ice cream floats, or I'm sorry, root beer floats, were the big summer summer uh, treat. And then you run around and you feel sick and... But I, yeah. I, like, oh, it does just sit in your gut. I, I wasn't, I was never a fan of the mayonnaise, like macaroni, potato salads, or whatever. But for me, it was like rippled, hers rippled chips in the red bag. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. Pimento dip, and uh, a Martin potato roll on a hot dog, and with ketchup on it. I'm a happy boy. Mm-hmm. I, I will. I'll go onion dip. Okay, we were a pimento uh, family. That's that's fine. Yeah, mm. everyone's entitled their own. I like I like onion dip. Pimento. I love onion dip. Pimento dip's good. But growing up, we we're a pimento dip family. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the crock pot sometimes. Crock pot full of like yes. sloppy joes. Oh, that was a good time. Yeah. If someone showed up and all of a sudden, they, uh, whoever the hero was that showed up with the crock pot full of pierogies. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, they were just they were just treated. It was like Xerxes walking into town. Like, <laughs> you are now our god. We shall bow to you. We shall. And it's like, where can I plug this in? And it's like, oh, uh, here, here you go. This was the smoke detector. Just rip that out. Fucking plug that thing in. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, I'll take a. I like a good macro. At the time, I didn't like potato salad. Right. As a kid. Now I like potato salad. Always like macaroni salad. Just mild on the carrots when you put too many shredded carrots in mm-hmm. um eat a big one um and also macaroni salad. so any various form of noodle um but yeah pasta salad is easy one that's that my mom would always make the pasta salad she would just like boil a, a bag of the multicolored pasta and then just squirt italian dressing all over it and oh it's yeah done yeah all right, um, here's your last pick. You know, boy, I don't think I've ever felt as close to you as I do right. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. This is the greatest thrill of my life. I'm king of the world. Woohoo! Woohoo! I. Oh, 
That might be my favorite Simpson clip of all time. That's a good one. I don't know why it took me so long. I've been waiting to play that on the show for... By the way, did you see my uh, story on Rad Ears last night? I, I watched um, the Joker 2 tra- the trailer for the second trailer for Joker. Mm-hmm. And it ends with like him, the song sending the clowns, and all I could think of is Krusty gets canceled. So I went and watched Krusty gets canceled. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I snapped it. I was like, going back to the classic. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, from that's from Bart the Daredevil. And like just the repetitiveness of it, it's just, uh, it's perfect. And that, that, that's one of my top five all time favorite Simpson moments of all time. And I got me thinking about it because what we're talking about here is the good old DIY backyard or in the middle of the woods dirt ramp for eh, whatever. Usually like uh, your dirt or your BMX bike. Some of you guys are like, oh, well, I had a dirt bike. I'm like, well, I didn't. I just had a little huffy. Um, that I was too much of a, you know, uh, what do I refer to myself as? Pussy? Mm, you have in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's me. And so I, I would help build these things. Uh, I enjoyed that. Then I was always too afraid to go off it. I would go off the little ones. We make these little, like, uh, uh, what the hell were they called? Like, uh, what is the thing that they, when you're skiing, they go like, bum, 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 the uh, mogul kind of thing? I don't ski. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I see the Olympics every four years. I see Bob Costas with his, uh, you know. Only thing I know about skiing, I learned from the Crash Dummies uh, video game. Slalom, slalom, slalom. I feel like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing, nothing at, at all. all. Nothing at all. Um, yeah, so we'd go back in the woods and, and, and build these and build little tracks back there. Um, mine were pretty pathetic. But what we they had what they called it Hercules. And it was under the same bridge that the kids jumped off of and threw my bike over when they stole my bike at my birthday party. Mm. And under the same bridge where we built our little fort where we lit the wing of that plastic army airplane on fire and dropped napalm on the other little soldiers, mm-hmm. and then it hit my arm, and it was horrific. Mm-hmm. And where that woman burned to death underneath it, a homeless woman there too. But there was this ramp, and it was called Hercules. And Hercules, this was a monster. Hercules. Yes. So you, you know how like underneath a, a bridge, there's usually like that slope? Mm-hmm. Well, in that slope, they built this track, and at the bottom was this huge ramp. In hindsight, looking, I don't remember what it looks like now. It's been demolished since, I'm sure. But if I were to look at this now, I'm like, hey, yeah, I'll go take my bike off that thing. I'll do it right now. I mean, I'll probably break the suspension on it, but um, I have a pretty decent bike uh, that sits here i probably get new tires because they're so dry rotted from sitting here without airing them all these years right uh but still a good bike uh but as a kid this thing was terrifying and i would watch kids go down this all the time the big kids right with their with their with their bikes with no brakes on or like the you know the, the they had pegs on them oh if the kids had pegs on their bikes when you know that was badass until you and until all your friends had them too and you didn't because you're just weren't gonna use them that and who needs them? you don't need them on the back because that's for you know when a friend rides with you 
I didn't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I preferred, again, going back to like, I, I realized I didn't want to partake in anything. I just like building it, and then I'll move on. Right. I'm like one of those contractors like that builds an arena. I build it, and I fuck it up, and then I move on. Right, and if it's, if you did fuck it up, it's their problem. Yeah. Like a ramp. And hey, you break your neck, it's on you. I, I'm, not, I'm not a licensed uh, BMX ramp engineer. Look at me. Well, how's that going to hold up in court? Well, he told me he knew what he was doing. Your Honor, he's 11. <laughs> You're right, Honor. Your Honor, and, I and am. And he's a sweet boy. 11. Yes. All right. Well, um, I think we could uh, move on to our last pick. My my last pick. The last pick, right? Is it really? Wow. Yeah. We're zooming. We're zooming the fuck out of the show. Here we go. My last pick. Water barrels. Now let's talk about the trash. What do I do with the trash? How do I dispose of the trash? I don't know. We disposed of the trash in the dumpster last night. What are you doing with it? I am taking it to the furnace. We have a furnace? Absolutely. Where do you think the heat comes from? You burn the trash in the furnace? This bar runs on trash, dude. This bar is totally green that way. How is burning trash green? Uh, because I'm recycling the trash into heat for the bar and lots of smoke for the bar and giving the bar the good smoky smell that we all like. The bar smells like trash. That's the exact opposite of green, Charlie. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I could put the trash into a landfill where it's going to stay for millions of years. Or I could burn it up, get a nice smoky smell in here, and let that smoke go into the sky where it turns into stars. <sighs> that doesn't sound right, but I don't know enough about stars to dispute it. No, it's, it's right. It's not right. All right, all right. Are we almost now. done? Are we almost done? No, we're not done. I got one more piece of business. Well, what is it? Lastly, before I open the bar in the morning... Uh, so that clip was just to talk about how um, my brother and I used to help my dad burn our trash as a kid. Oh, I didn't have you up. There you go. I keep piling oh, up the hey. wrong. So, did you burn trash as a kid? Oh, hell yeah. The, like your dad? Uh, well, our, um, uncle had a, a property with a, just a big hole in the ground. Um, so we had also this... doing a lot of camping. Okay. It's just easier just, you know, just throw it in a fire. We had um, a barrel out back, and my dad, like, once every, like, few weeks would go out and burn trash. It was just, like, a thing. <laughs> and he'd, like, smoke black and miles while I did it. And he bought us these. So now we have, you know, El Bubble Bubblegum Cigars? Mm-hmm. They're, like, there's two, there's six kinds. There's yellow. There's original El Bubbles, which are yellow, green, and, and pink. You get your banana, your apple, and your fruit bubble gum, the gold dragon, the L bubble, and the pink owl. And then, of course, there's the L bubble two, which are uh, um, I have them pulled up here. Oh, the wild tiger, the L bronco, and the mad bull, which are the orange, the grape, and the strawberry gum. And but before all this existed, the uh, bubble gum cigars were actually brown, like a regular cigar, and they were just like fruit flavored bubble gum. It had to be weird, though. Like, I get it. You want it brown, so it looks like a cigar. Right. But we're so used to associating color with flavor. Right. But this was before they even had these other types of bubblegum cigars. They were all brown. And they were mainly for, like, like having kids, and they were presidential. So, like, you had, like, Reagan. You had a box of them. 
and they were like El Bu- they were El Bubble. They still said El Bubble on, but they were brown, and they had like a win with um, HHH for like uh, uh, whatever the fucking Reagan is right with these ones. Okay, let me show you. And there were the fruit flavor. There were bubblegum flavor. I'm gonna send these to you so you could see them. Mm, there you go. So um, I st- I could not find these after my dad. I'm trying to send these to you and it's not working. Fuck. Mm. But uh, um, I tried to find these after that. Like I remember as a kid, my dad would buy these brown bubblegum L bubble cigars or he had them from whatever. And he gave them to us and we'd chew on them. We'd try and make them last forever before chewing the whole thing. And we had them out. We were like, we thought we were dad with our cigars in our mouth. Cause he'd have the unlit cigar while we chomped down and we burnt trash. He'd be like, oh, go get those twigs. We're going to burn those too. You know, we, we burn. You're, at, when you're burning trash, you, you kind of get in the mode where you're going to burn anything that's around. Like, and your dad's like, you're helping. So dad's like, get this, get that, get that. That we're going to burn everything in the yard that we can that's not tied down that we don't need anymore. <laughs> in this old rusted out fucking barrel. Uh, yeah. And for yeah, me, we weren't allowed to do that. It was, it was, I remember when we found out that the, the township made it illegal to burn trash and we're like, ah, come on, that's bullshit. (laughs) You know, I was always jealous of that because being where we were in town, like we weren't, that was a, that was a thing. Like you you were, that was, you couldn't, you, I don't even think you can have, maybe people didn't have them quite yet. Like all like the fire pits and chimeneas everywhere now. Right. Like. You never saw that, right? Like in, in our part of town. Like I don't think you were actually even allowed to have them. But we uh, you we had, weren't even allowed to have tiki torches. But we had a whole area that was just like meant where, where we burnt trash. My dad had the barrel up there, and we were just helping. My and I'd I, I'd always ask my brother for his my brother's advice. So even like when we were at the beach and we had like toy cell phones, I'd be like, how do we carry it? How do we act with it? Like, I'd be like, we had the toy cigars. I'd be like, what do we do? How do we act? Even we got, like, bubblegum Like, candy cigarettes are one thing. They're delicious. But bubblegum cigarettes, you actually could blow out the, the dust and make it look like you're smoking. And back then, that was mm-hmm. way cooler. But this was before we even had any of this. And we were chomping down on bubblegum, brown bubblegum cigars uh, as kids, helping my dad burn trash. <laughs> you can't get any better. They're kicking no. any more northeast... 1980s outdoors and burning trash with dad, chomping on bubble brown bubblegum cigars. Those are like the sweet childhood memories that you kind of want for your kids, but you kind of don't. Get. Ah, yeah. Yeah. I'll get her a little cigar. I'm sure the wife would love that. Yeah. Uh, but that's been our third great outdoor show, Squeeze. We've gone... That means it's like three summers. Yeah. It has been. Holy hell. We've gone over 90, we're like an hour and 45 in right now. But that's not counting our pee breaks. We cut that out. We're about an hour and 40. We did cut them out this time? Uh, I might, I might not. I don't know. We'll see if I... Uh, we have, no, I don't, we have, I don't we have think to see if there's a Daughtry concert I have to fucking sit under while they sound check. I'll ask you before you post it. All right. Cut them out. Um, I, don't, I didn't do anything interesting this time, so... Like we clearing my throat. We started shipping. Uh, we have about 
we started shipping Ninja Turtle pie pins. Uh, if you want, if you remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pudding pies from Hostess, and you want to show off that you remember them, you could buy a pin from us for $10 shipped in the United States, and you will get a free Rad Years Velcro patch with that order. If you're, I think, we have about like 10 left that you get get a patch with. So order quick. We're down to our last like five t-shirts. Uh, we're down to our last like 10 pin sets for free. And um, we're running out of turtle pins quickly. So get online at radiers.com and get all your cool merch now. Uh, we're, I am currently working on our next junk extinct junk food pin. It's gonna be an exclusive radiers pin and it's gonna blow your socks off. But uh, until then, get your turtle pie pin and um, uh, email me at rcareradyears.com or squeezer at squeezeratradyears.com and uh, yeah, come back next week and hear more of our uh, ramblings. Ramblings and squeezer pointing out what alcoholics we both are. Mainly me because I'm drinking 5.8 beers per night, and that's not including like beers bought at a bar or a restaurant, squeezer. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone has a functioning liver <laughs> and wants to take over uh, running a podcast uh, once uh, you expire, uh, please reach out to uh, rk at radyears.com. All right. Until then, mm -hmm. come back next week to hear us talk about more rad memories. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. Have a good night.